Yes, 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 indeed, powerful people. This is another episode of Breaking the Machine. I'm your host, Ahmad the Poet. I'm with the good brother, Spank the Bank. What up, though? And today we'll be taking another incremental step in shifting the culture. How you doing today, my brother? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well, man. You know, shoot, another day out the books. Mm, I feel that, my brother. I feel that. Um, my, my day's been good as well, man. Uh, it's been a it's been a, a good couple of days, man. The reception on the last episode was real good. Uh, I just wanted to start off by saying, man, I appreciate all the um, well wishes, man, and, and the positive reception from the last episode. It really meant a lot because we was really vulnerable on that last episode. You know, I really stepped out of my comfort zone that last episode and, you know, was trying to break some trauma. So, you know, um, I really appreciate y'all for all, all the comments and the well wishes and just the love, man. It really meant a lot. Um, it's just major. I really appreciate and love y'all. And since we're in the beginning of the episode, I just wanted to remind everybody and all the audio listeners and the people who haven't heard before, if you'd like to join the text group, please join the text group. Text BTM to 1313-825-4140. Text BTM to 1313-825-4140 to join the text group. It helps us get out the episodes. It helps us get out the merch. We got a, uh, an exciting um some some exciting events coming up um in the latter months of the year me and spank gonna announce it very soon so in order to get those uh announcements those updates the episode updates you can chat with us live send messages that come straight to our phone join the text group so i i just wanted to plug that in shameless plug but uh, we gonna get to this episode today is a special episode um where i actually wanted to dive into something um, that I recently saw, and me and Spang, we both saw it on, on um, Instagram and YouTube. Uh, Will Smith finally addressed, you know, the um, infamous events that took place at the Oscars this year. And um, everybody's been talking about it for the last couple months. But I feel like um, his public address of it, his press release, if you will, was very um, powerful and impactful. And uh, it really touched me in a powerful way. And I kind of wanted to do a whole episode on it and do a little dissertation on it and break it down. Um, but I wanted to start off with asking you, my brother, um, he talked about in, um, in, in, in his, the video that he dropped, uh, he apologized to Chris Rock. He apologized to his family. Do you feel like he should have apologized? And would you apologize in that situation? I mean, he's a public figure, so he has to do with the public once, I guess. So I mean, mm. he smacked him in public, so you gotta apologize in public. So I think that was the the right thing for him to do. Um, I got so many thoughts on that, man. It, it's I'm gonna be the good guy and say, yeah, you should apologize. What about you? I mean, I agree. You know, I agree that uh, apologizing is probably the polite thing to do, and um, I re- it's it's very respectable, but um. Personally, me, you know, I I feel like Chris Rock should have apologized too. Yeah, uh, well, I, I don't know yeah, what. Yeah, it's... shit. You know, I, I you know what I'm saying. They they both victims, but I just feel like Will Smith is getting the real blunt of it. You know, like the blunt of the blame and stuff like that, and people saying, you know, it's hey, he's a comedian. It's just like man, at the end of the day, he's a man. Chris yeah. is a man. Yep. And it's just like, it gets into territory, which is just, it's mm. like, man. It made me respect Will more, man. He's not mm. scared to speak. He's not scared to speak. Like, man, dog, it's like, damn, he keep 
taking it up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, got up there and said what it was. Like, hey, I apologize. And, and him and Tony Rock were real cool. Like, I remember watching their show, All of Us. Mm. On there. Yeah, and Will Smith, like, the one of the producers on that show, like, with Dwayne Martin and stuff. And, um, you know, it, it took a lot, man, for him to do that. And I, and I agree, though. Chris Rock need to apologize, too. Like, yeah, you got smacked, motherfucker, but shit. You also spoke. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So can we get an apology in? Because you did start up the pot. You said mm. something in 2016. You know what I'm saying? Now you also come back and say something again. So he do have to say something. He does have to go public and be like, hey, you know, maybe I went too far in the joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it hurt my feelings, yada, yada, yada. But I do apologize for, for doing the joke, you know? But... And, 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 you know, one of the questions he addressed and a lot of people was talking about was the whole... Um... The whole thing of his wife stemming up his emotions and all, and he trying to be in his man. You know, but 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 I wanted to talk about that. You know, talk about um, because you said you you was in a, a situation where you lashed out because of uh, of you trying to prove something. Yeah, so based one, on how you. Yeah, yeah that was, and that that's real though. Yeah, that was a different situation though. Like when I mm-hmm. did that, uh, that's because she called me a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it was more, I'm showing you that I'm not a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, from Will's perspective, I don't know why people think Will Smith's soft, but if you really look at him, that nigga dog big. But um, I think he was just fed up. And all I could think is he was just in that King Richard role. Like me as being in acting or done like movies, sometimes you still be in the role, bro. Maybe days I'm still spank. Spank is really a character. Some days I'm still spanked. You know what I'm saying? I got to decode that, you know, become back to Dwayne. I feel like in reality, bro, he was still in the King Richard role. That's really what it was. That's, to me, that's what it was. Yeah, I don't think he had time to go away, to sit down. Like, I think he took on that role. And he's protecting his own. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of this crap. Shut up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how, I, you know, that's why I feel. I mean, I'm glad he did clear the air with that. Like, it wasn't Jada. Everybody think their, their marriage is so bad, and it's probably not. You know, people are so bitter, man, so bitter. Why everybody to, to be miserable, too, because their life is miserable. Oh, it was Jada. It was Jada. Man, y'all don't know what's going on in their household, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that he did address that, because now it seems like, you know, him and his wife is on good terms. So he probably got more pussy after that from his wife. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> But you know that, that it's it's definitely a real thing, you know. For you know, uh, I talked about that on the last episode about proving yourself. You know what I'm saying about proving yourself and um, acting out of your character based on you trying to you know uh, prove that you're not this, you're not that. You know, and he's been labeled for years as the you know the the, the, the soft rapper or whatever they call him, and uh, that's a real thing, man. That's a real thing, and I, I felt like. Mm. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I honestly felt like um, I felt like the apology was good, but I also felt like the apology might have been prompt by, like you said, the public, since he's a public figure. I mean, and that, uh, to me, to me, that's not healthy, man. To me, that's not healthy. because me just from the outside, from the outside, me just looking in, it didn't, it didn't look like he wanted to apologize. Not at least oh, not to Chris. At least not to Chris. He, he, he just apologizing 
because how it took place. But man, once it happened, it happened. You know what I'm saying? I think mm. he's at peace. I think he's at peace with that. Um, but I did like what he did say in his apology. When people was like, they asked him a question, what do you say to the people that you hurt? Man, me as a person, Will Smith was like, I have a big problem of disappointing people. That's one of my biggest problems. Mm. I was supposed to go to Chicago like last week. And I felt so bad that I couldn't go out and call my homegirl. Like, I ain't gonna be able to go because yada, yada, yada. It's like, it's good, Spike, it's good, Spike. I felt like she hated me or something because I didn't go. I'm like, you know, she's like, it's good, but I have a problem with disappointing people and letting people down, bro. Like, that shit is a bad thing to have. I don't know where I got it from. I don't really know. I don't know. Um, mm. But uh, it's just he, you know, I know he probably didn't really want to do it, but he has to. Yeah, he said disappointing people is my central trauma, which yeah. is which is definitely which is definitely a real thing, and it's tough. I feel the same way, you know. Um, it's hard to make decisions for your own mental health, for your own well-being when you have commitments. And um, I saw the post on Instagram that a lot of people were sharing around where um, I, for, I think this brother, he was on a breakfast club and he was like, no, it's too. I mean, yes, it's too expensive or something like that. It is, man. It's like, yeah, yes, it's too expensive. And, and that's a real thing. Like if you say no, you can always come around. You can always come back around and say yes. And I think Shaq said the same thing. It's like. Saying yes is expensive, bro. Like making a commitment is exp is 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 real, bro. Especially when you're making a commitment just to make people happy, and it wasn't really something that it, it was just something that you know you could do, something that somebody need help out with, and you just wanted to be that people pleaser. That's one of my problems, people pleaser. I love people pleasing people. You know what I'm saying? Just be. I don't know, and I don't know what that's about, man. I gotta dig deep into that. Um, the same way, I feel like it comes from being being told no or no. This is where it comes from. This is exactly where it comes from. It comes from being picked on, and you don't want to be picked on again. That's mm -hmm. exactly where it comes from. I could be wrong. I know that's what comes from for me. Being picked on, bro. Just being picked on, talked about. So this is what you do. You please people so they want to see your flaws. Mm. Now you can't talk about me because I'm pleasing you. You know what I'm saying? Mm, damn. Yeah, that's I, real talk. That, that's that's really one. I know that's one of mine. You know, either I don't want to be picked or I don't want to be bothered with. You know what I'm saying? I know. Mm. I think I think it's damn near the same thing for me. It probably was just that. It was just like a part of it is just like you don't want to be picked on, but a part of, part of it is like you're doing – what you wish conflict. you said huh trying to avoid conflict you're trying to avoid conflict but you're also trying to do the thing that you wish people would do for you yeah. you wish people would please you so you want to please them that, that that's yeah. that's the point of a lot of pleasers we're pleasing people because we're trying to show people how to please us i'm giving you what i want to receive you know what i'm saying but then it gets to a toxic point or it might get to a point where, where you, you overdo it. You know what I'm saying? You're not even worried about being pleased anymore. It's like, I'm pleasing, I'm pleased. I'm stuck in a cycle of pleasing. I don't even care if I'm being pleased anymore. But the initial thought, the initial idea that got me into doing this was to receive. Now I'm not even in a receiving mode. I'm in a giving mode. I'm just giving, 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 giving. And that's when you enter that pleaser category. And I feel like Will, when he's talking about it, that was what he was speaking on. Like he has this image, you know what I'm saying? 
he has this image. He's Will Smith. And then he's trying to please people. Like he said, he wanted his family to be the biggest when he came on the red table. Like he wanted his family to be the biggest. He wanted this, he wanted that. But at the end of the day, he had to accept the fact that, like he said on, 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 in the video, he, I'm, just a, I'm just a human. You know, I'm a man. I make mistakes. And it's like, damn. Damn. And, and, and what, that's one of the most sombering things that, you know, we as people can do is just accept the fact that we just people and we're going to make I mistakes. I got a question for you. Why do you feel like our generation? Because really right now, we control the narrative. Our generation controls the narrative. Mm. People control the world. Why do you feel, feel like people our age group feel like we can't make mistakes? Because everything is recorded. Because <laughs> everything is... That's a deep-ass question, bro. That is that that is a deep-ass question. Our genera- bro, it's literally the niggas from, like, 20... Bro, it's our generation, bro. It's niggas from, like, 20 to, like, 30... Mm, 31, 32. Because this is the era of fake perfection. That's mm. what. That's why. This is the era of fake perfection. That, that That's really all it... The way women are acting out, the way men are acting out, you flexing, you don't own the car, you got the jewelry on, you got to take it back, you got the body, it's not yours, you talking shit that you don't know, you talking financial literacy, and you got a smart nigga behind you who's really the, the mastermind, you just got the marketing genius, but it's just like, at the end of the day, it's, it's, this is the era of fakeness, this is the era of fake perfection. It, it, it false profits and it's all for profit. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. False profits and it's all for profit. The people who fake and they doing it to make a profit. And it's just like, it's just like the blue face situation, right? He got into a fight with, and I know this is random, but the, the blue face is where he got into a fight with his girl. He's out there in the street fighting with his girlfriend. Fighting with his girlfriend. And now the whole world got to see that. First of all, fuck that shit. You shouldn't have been doing that shit to begin with. But then you you see it and then you see our generation and just shit happens. I, I ain't shit. Yeah, shit happens. No, I heard no. he paid her a hundred thousand so she can leave him the fuck alone. You know yeah, I, I I got like a zero zero tolerance policy yeah. for that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do, but it, shit happens. I ain't gonna. I, I don't condone that shit. But shit, shit. I can't judge him. I can't say you know. It yeah, just, I ain't judging nobody. It, it, it just caught on camera. It's just like, fuck, but why did he do that? I didn't even see it, though. He whooped her ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. punched her and all that shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. She was wow. going at it with him, too. But it... it but, the, that's, the, that, but, but that's what Kevin Sane was talking about. Women got mm. bring masculinity down, bro. Well, listen, listen, listen. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to put it you. like... Oh, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but my thing is... It's toxic just to be able to, it's toxic to see that. And a lot of the things that you bring up, even when you speak, you speaking for the brothers in the hood. I don't know if you speaking for yourself, but you, you're right. That is a real reality. You know what I'm saying? That is real reality. People get into, people get into that. They do this, they do that. And um, it's very, it's very harmful for the world to have to see. You know what I'm saying? The fact that all these people might look up to this brother and they got to see that, you know? And that is the reality that we live in. A lot of people criticize and crucify people for things that happens in the, in the normal world. We should be able to have a discussion about that, a real sit down discussion about that and talk about how real that is. Cause it's not just blue face hitting this girl. 
it's niggas all it, I, it's I don't even want to say it's niggas, it's men all over the world yeah. and women. Yeah, women do, do it too. You know, my what bad saying? women. I don't man, feel like I'm trying to put that on y'all and shit. Yeah, no, no, no. We 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 love women. Like I said, I got a zero tolerance policy for that. I don't we I don't play that. But it's like we have to have real discussions about this. We got to sit down and, and get real about it. We can't just say, "Oh, blue fake did it." It's a lot of dudes out here hitting. They, I don't even want to say it because this is this is the crib. But Miles Bridges, it's like damn. And I I ain't even bro. Listen, I'm not here yeah, to yeah, cat. You gonna go there? Bro, listen, bro. I'm not even here to cast on, bro. I'm really, I'm not here to cast on. But it's like, it's like this though. When it comes to media, it's like, fuck. It's, it's so deep, bro. Because okay, this shit ain't on footage yet. So it's like, mm. I mean, women ain't gonna lie. Bro. I don't know, women ain't gonna lie, but it's still like, fuck. Mm. Like, what's the, what's the evidence? What's the proof that you know it's domestic violence? Like, the headline can kill a nigga, bro. My, my, my whole point is, when can we get to a space where we can talk about it, where we can't point the finger and we can really talk about it in a real instance? Because a lot of people is is going through this. A lot of people is, is doing it. A lot of people don't know how to heal from it. a lot of people's trauma. And it's just like, why can't we talk about it? Oh, that is you know? it, it, that, no, we do need to heal from especially women. Like, because if you got a mama, you know what I'm saying? If you, 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 you got a mama, I know Miles Bridges come from a single parent household. You know what I'm saying? I went to school with Miles Bridges, so I know. But you, you talking, I mean, he was one grade, he was one grade above me. You know what I'm saying? So it, you, you got him coming from a single parent household. I don't know what Blueface's growing, his upbringing was like. He might come from a single parent household too. And it's like, if you growing up and you seeing men disrespect your mama, you seeing men aggressive, like what causes you to bring that trauma out and redistribute that trauma? Like that's somebody's mama, like, and that, and that's the scary part because it's like you got a son, and now you, you, you raising a man that's gonna one day destroy you. Terry Crews talk about that, how he saw his mama getting another brother from Flint. Terry Crews, and we got to talk about Terry Crews one day. I want to get Terry Crews on the show, but that's another story. But he talks about seeing his mama get hit, his mama get hit and hit. Back to Will Smith, same thing. Hey, just, Will, yeah. Will, Will Smith jumped out the booth to protect the woman because he's seeing women get hit. He's seeing women get hit. He's seeing women get hit. And Terry Crews talked about beating the fuck out of his father because he saw him because he hit his mama when he was grown. And all that bottled up aggression, all that bottled up anger, all those memories from his childhood came out. Of the, and he said, I beat the fuck out of him. He, he, told, he was talking to C.T. Fletcher about this. On his YouTube channel, just sitting down talking. He said, "Man, I beat the fuck out of my father, man." And it's just like, damn. Is he Fletcher? CT Fletcher, the, the dude who be working out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, that's what you raising. You raising a generation of young men that's gonna hate their fathers, man. Whether whether it's because you beat their mother, you neglected their mother, you wasn't you in their life. Life, because I, I, I. All right, so today at work, I had two a, a girl, a student was like, "I hate my dad." I'm like, mm. damn, you hate your daddy. I'm just sitting there like, you know, that's supposed to be your provider, protect you, hate your daddy, but you gotta watch who we have babies by, bro. Mm. Mm. Ooh, man, I don't talk about that. Cause I don't, bro, a lot of these guys is not bad men, bro. Like, I, I watch a lot of these children see how they hate their daddy or shit like that, but then I'll be looking at them. Like, bro, 
you know, I see their mom come in, bonnet on, ghetto as fuck. You be like, damn, you had your daddy though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, bro, the stuff I see, bro, it be like, so, sometimes men just can't talk, talk men can't talk to so much, dog. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm not trying to dog women or nothing like that. I'm just going off what I see in my <laughs> daily life, when, at, at my job. And it's just like, damn, bro. Like, we just got to watch what we had kids by, bro. Like, don't even want to ask look good and everything, but damn, bro. It ain't even worth it, bro, because you about to create something that you ain't even want to be around. Mama going to mm. headache. It's just, man... I don't know. I, it's just the same. And you know, I will say this. It's, it's, a, it's a shame because a lot of black women, especially, and I can only speak because I've only, you know, talked to black women. Right. I ain't never talked to You know what I'm saying? I only talked to black women. But I don't, I don't want to demonize black, but it's a level of aggression. And it's just like, where does this come from? Because they had, because it wasn't no authority in their household. They, they mama mm. had, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They must have to be the man and the father. So that's all they saw. Now they trying to be the man and the father. Mm. That's all it is. That's like with me, like in a relationship, like, oh, this is the reason why I think a lot of my relationships fail, bro. I treat mm. my girlfriends like they my wife because I saw my dad. I saw my dad, bro. I'm just, I'm being honest. You feel me? I saw my dad. I saw my dad take care of my mom, bro. Me and my mom, what made me start up? Me and my mom had a real conversation. Mm. She said, man, you can't be doing that. That ain't your wife. And that shit wrung my head like, damn, you right. And I told her like, you know, mom, you know why I do things like this when I've been in a relationship with girls, I cater to them like this and said, I seen daddy do it to you. I seen daddy take care of everything. I ain't, we ain't go to work. You know what I'm saying? You did, but once things got a little hectic, daddy said, fuck it, I got everything. Shit, go ahead and do you. And I got, that's that's all I saw, so that's all I think. Like, mm. I remember, like, my relationship in high school, bro. Bro, the reason why that shit didn't work because I was too serious, but that's, it wasn't even like I was serious. It was just, bro, I just saw, what I saw at home, I applied that to my relationship. Mm. Same thing in college. What I saw at home, I applied that shit to my relationship. You know what I'm saying? Just taking care of things, just doing things as a husband supposed to do. Yeah, I fall some days, but I'm going to get right back up. I mean, you hmm. leave me and walk away. Now I'm tripping, trying to keep you there because I'm committed fully, but not to realize well, I'm committed to you. You ain't my fucking wife. If you want to leave, hmm. leave. But you know, I didn't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't see my mother leave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but it's really what we what we see at home, bro. It started at the crib. So a lot of women come from single family household. Mom is the mom is the dad. And you know, and the mom, so they got they got to be masculine at times, and they pick up off that. Mm. Man, that's 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 real talk, man. That's 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 definitely real talk, and um, it's just uh, you know, if I could if I could send a message to you know the, the young brothers and the young sisters, people in general, it's just you know when when you got somebody who's trying, you know what I'm saying, you just gotta w- try to work it out, man. If you're trying, you, you're trying your best. Like you said, you don't know what it looked like to give up. You don't know what it looked like to do. You're giving it your oh, all. And, you know, your all in the hands of a wrong person ain't shit at all. You know what I'm saying? 
It ain't shit at all. You might be giving your all, but in your all in the hands of, a, in, of the wrong person, it's not shit at all, bro. Yeah. And it's draining. You know what I'm saying? So, and a lot of and a lot of our a lot of, of our culture go through that. A lot of exactly. People, a lot of us go through that, like especially the insecure girl that finally got the right guy. The nigga mm. dog and all that shit. The nigga dogging her. She just can't leave him alone because he's so insecure. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of bad women, like cold. I mean, cold pieces that are insecure. You'll be surprised, bro. Mm. You'll be surprised. And they just can't leave that man alone because of something. You know what I'm saying? You're like, man, girl, you the baddest thing walking through? Mm. But, you know, and the, the dudes, shit, he finally got the coldest chick. Shit, he gonna blind himself, whatever. He ain't gonna see none of the red flags. He was gonna let that shit go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we see it every day, dog. We see it like a lot of select, bro. We see it every day with the rappers and, and who they be dating, bro. You see that shit every day. You see it every day. No, that's definitely real talk. Um, and 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 I think what 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 it really boils down to is um, people being able to acknowledge the fact that. The things in your life, even if it's conscious or subconscious, they all affect you, man. The way you was raised affects you, whether you know it or not. You know, I know a lot of people, man, the way I was raised, didn't, it did. And the way I was raised affected me. And I, and I feel like I was raised in a beautiful way, bro. And it still affected me in a negative way. And it's just like, damn, bro, that's, that's crazy to think. Like, the fact you could be raised around love, beauty, majesty, kingdom, godhood, all the, and you still be affected in a negative way. I feel like it's only affected because, I feel like mine was only affected because I went out of that foundation. Mm. That's, that's real talk. That's real talk. Keep the foundation. When you're brought up a certain type of way, especially when you brought up for a certain type of reality, the hardest part is understanding that reality is not like your household. If you brought up in a gutter household, the trauma of that is life is not that comfortable. Life is not that peaceful. Life is not that nice. So it's like you brought up in a good environment and you prepared for a godly good environment, but your environment that you got to deal with on a day-to-day basis is not like that. So me being brought up, being homeschooled and then went to private school, it set me up to be, you know, sent off to the slaughter when I went to public school, you know, when I, when I got around other people, because I wasn't built for that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't built for that, man. But like, while they said, you know, I was born to lose and I was built to win, mm. you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, shit, they wanted me to lose, but I was, shit, I was built to win, man. I was built to win. Um, mm. But I've, I've, I've definitely, I've definitely experienced that, but I think it's, it, people just got to acknowledge like, we all got traumas, man. Nobody's perfect. I can't stand somebody who thinks that they're perfect. Like, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't think highly of yourself, but it's just like, listen, even the most perfect people have imperfections. I know a lot of people be like, man, you, Ashe King, you be doing this. I got a lot of problems, man. I be talking, I be, I be speaking through my spirit when I get online, when I get on the podcast, because that's me. You know what I'm saying? The things I say and the things I, I actually live it, but I have problems just like anybody else. That's yeah, why, yeah. you know, that's what, that's why I said, that's why I said, you got to love yours, bro. That's why I said, you got to love yours. I'm no better than any other man. I'm just another man. I'm just a different person, just a different flavor, just a different, but I make mistakes just like any other person. I have insecurities just like any other person. I make all these, all these things, man, all these things. So if you got a man and you, or you got a girl, whatever it is, 
don't be looking at this person because they got this. They got the same. It's going to be the same problems, different flavor. What, what, know, what, know what you like and stick with that. You know what I'm saying? Know what you like and stick with that. Know what works for you. Um, but back to the whole Will Smith thing, because I still want to uh, um, expound on this. I still want to expound this. Um, he said, I'm deeply remorseful and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself. Um, and I think that's a very big thing um, in order to. That sounds like suicide. Mm. <laughs> How so? It's like dog trying to keep itself together. Like it's like he fucking going crazy, but it's like, damn, Will, I fucking hate the world, bro. Mm. Bro, like they asked him a question, is violence? He tried to say, you know, violence is not the answer. Man, shit. Man, if I look through history, bro, violence is the fucking answer. It's like what Courtney's talk about. You gotta love your lower self. How do you do that though? When you make a fucked up mistake, bro, how do you love yourself when you make a fucked up mistake? Because in our minds, in order to be remorseful, in order to repent, in order to be remorseful, you have to hate yourself. You have to be ashamed of yourself. Shame comes with repentance in our mind. Right. Instead of owning what you did, owning the emotion, owning what, like, owning what made you do that and understanding that. It was an external force that got on me because I, I believe I'm pure at heart. You know what I'm saying? I believe all people are pure at heart. So if I do something negative, it was a demon on me. That's why when I be saying I'm battling my demons, I'm really battling myself. But I understand I'm a pure, I'm, I was, I'm a child of God, I'm pure. So if I do something negative, and that's what I be trying to get people to understand. If I do something negative, it wasn't from my heart. It was from my flesh. My heart is pure. My flesh made me do some. Say that crazy. again. It wasn't from my heart. It was from my flesh. I didn't even want to do that shit. Niggas trained me to do that shit. I was taught to do that shit in order to protect my heart. I was taught to be in my flesh. When you come through school in order to protect your heart, you have to be in your flesh. Whether that's you dealing with women and you not trying to get your heart broken. So you trying to be a player like these other dudes or you trying to protect your heart. So now you have to put on a persona in a front in order to protect your innocent heart that doesn't want to be hurt. That doesn't want to be shamed and, 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 and carted off and put in the corner as one of those weirdos. You have to put on something in your flesh. You got to put on a, a different type of character in order to protect your heart. So a lot of the things that I do in my flesh, I'm like, that's not me. That's not my heart. I do things in my flesh to protect my heart. It's not me. It's not me. And, and I think one of the value, valuable things that a lot of people take for granted is someone who, is, who, who wants to do better. You know what I'm saying? Who wants to do better and knows that they're doing wrong. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But the, that's the thing. He wants to do better, but how do you get, like, I ain't gonna say, how do you get better? How long does it take till you get better? Mm, damn. Okay, that's, that's the hardest part. Like, I think when you getting better, you have to take that shit day by day. Mm. And it's like, damn, what did you know you got better though? Mm. And I feel like that's like some programs that people go through. Like, I, think I feel like when you point the finger at yourself, yeah. Normally, normally people got to point the finger at you and be like, bro, you see what I can't believe you did that. Once you point the finger at yourself in your self-accusing spirit, that is the, the real sign of a person who's trying to do right. When your self-accusing spirit is so loud, it fucks with you. It's so loud, it fucks with you. If it's low and it's just like, man, if nobody's seen that, it didn't exist. 
But then when your self-accusing spirit is loud enough and it's like, bro, nobody's seen that. And it did exist. That did happen. That fucks with me. Even though nobody will know. Even though nobody's seen that shit. It fucks with me, man. That's, the, that's when you know you've reached that level. When the things that go unseen still bother, the, still bother you, bro. They that's, still bother the hell out of you. That shit, oof. That's you know what I'm saying? Why, hey, that's why we battle, but I watch mm. saying, man. Get out your own head, man. I, I feel like that's all of us, man. You know. Right now, he's just in his own head. Mm. You know. And it sucks, man, because I don't even think people dog him like that because our community didn't really dog him. I, I didn't really see him get dogged that much, for real. Only thing they really dogged him was about was Jada. They dogged Jada more than Will. Mm. But it just it just sucks, man. I ain't like it, it really does. Like he gave us so much entertainment, bro. He was a a, a a a father figure to so many. You know what I'm saying? He was the big brother to so many. You know how I many niggas had picked up line, pick up lines from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, or you know how I many people are actors because of Will Smith, bro. Mm. Like. I watch a minute black three today and I'm like, damn, he done so much good, bro. That little shit is that shit really gonna, bro. It's gonna fade away, bro. He mm. done too much good in the world, bro. And that show you the balance of everything. There's a negative and there's a positive. I have to be balanced, like shit. It happens. Mm. It, it definitely does, and definitely does. And 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 that's the unfortunate nature of you know, modern times, man. You got a whole catalog, a whole record of good deeds, but you make one mistake and this is like, you ain't do shit good at all. It's man, like, damn. They want to hurry up and put you in a fire, cast you away, you know? And like I said, everything is not seen. Like, I be reading people comments. I be like, y'all motherfuckers ain't shit. Because mm. you know you a motherfucker. Like, if you, mm-hmm. have, if you have, if you are on there complaining, like, I, I, it's like my mind is like starting to like understand this shit. Cause you know, we're in a space that we're, we're going to get criticized, right? Mm-hmm. But I realize the people that's criticizing, some of them, right? But majority of them motherfuckers wrong. And they are going through hell in their own damn life. They toxic. Nobody really want to be around them. That's why they so lonely on there to comment. They probably had nobody else to talk to. But why you wear that? Ooh, he should never do that. If I was me, like, I just think I just think the whole point of the whole conversation and me bringing this up was just you got to see everybody as their individual human self, bro. Will Smith is a man at the end of the day. He's a person with emotions at the end of the day. We are people with emotions at the end of the day. You couldn't make it to Chicago the other week. You are a person with with emotions. You have a life. You have things that are going on. And I know people want you to be a machine and you're supposed to get that bag, my brother, and you're supposed to get the change and stack the money and get the women and all this. And you're supposed to be in a fly OJ and all that other. But at the end of the day, you a person, bro. You a person. I make a lot of irrational decisions based in my spirit as a person, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 a natural being, bro. And it's just like at the end of the day, I make a lot of irrational decisions just based on my spirit. Like some bro, I be committing to stuff and then I don't feel like doing it anymore, bro. I think that's why I love Kyrie so much. Mm. 
He said, hey, I'm human. Some days I just don't feel like doing this. Some days I do like I'm human, bro. Stop mm. trying to make me into something that I'm not. You know, like like I said, like they try to take away our emotions. Why is that? Mm. You know, they're trying to take away our emotions. I mean, it just sucks, man. Me talking about this right now, it's like, damn, Will, I, I really want to know what, what is he really, I don't feel like he really gave his, I don't feel like he really poured out his heart. Mm. There's more he wants. To, there's a lot more he wants to say. Mm, yeah, I could tell. I could tell when he was doing it. I'm like, bro, it's a lot of anger that's still in there. When he talked about it was based on my history with Chris. Go into that, Will. You ain't going to what, what history? You know what I'm saying? What history are you, are you speaking that's of? That's what I try to tell people. That's just like if my know a lot of shit about me, right? When my say something about my girl, bro, that shit gonna hit differently. From a nigga, mm. and niggas act like that. That cold shit don't go everywhere, bro. I'm still humans. Cold, I'm the colds that go when you broke and you uh under the under the people that's high go still applies when you get to the top. Mm. Cold still applies. You know what I'm saying? Niggas think when you get money, the, the colds don't apply. Shit, the cold still apply, and I think that's what. Us small people have to realize only because a person is more we think a person is higher than us, we feel like they're not subject to the to the same codes. And that's where the disinfect comes. And it's like, well, I'm apologizing to all these little people down here, but at the same time, these little people make me too. Mm. So I gotta keep them. I don't know if that's wrong to say it like that, but I won't call them little people, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's just people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody who helped you get there. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really when they put you on that pedestal, everything can seem little when they put you on that pedestal. Yeah, like, and that's why you should never I go up on there. Yeah, I, I didn't ask to be on no pedestal. Mm. Like, I, know, I know how you feel. You know, I know people coming to you like, man, you, you know, it made me do this. You made me do that. you like, yo. Shit, man, you could do this shit too, bro. Don't stop yourself. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, God just spoke to me today. I'm going to do a mo I'm just going to post a video today. You know what I'm saying? One of the most free freeing things is to make mistakes in front of the people, to fall mm. in front of the people, because then you don't fear it anymore. And then people see that you can fall. That's what Mike Tyson was saying on the Pivot podcast. He said the greatest thing he ever did was lose his first fight. Once he lost his first fight, he said, I became an even bigger monster when I lost my first, because then I no longer had any fear. I didn't fear losing anymore. That was the only thing I feared. I was destroying dudes and I still was scared to lose. Once I lost, I didn't fear nothing. I went there ready to demolish. It's the same thing, man, for me to get on the last episode and really just to speak my truth and speak my hardships and the different emotions and thoughts that I had. That was me just exposing myself and letting letting the world know, like, listen, man, I'm not perfect. You know, I, I go through trials. I go through hardships and I make a lot of mistakes. You know, I, I do. I make a lot of mistakes, bro. I cry many nights. I'm very emotional. I make a very rational decision sometimes based on my pride based on um, me knowing my worth. And uh, I just want to let people know, man, once you step into your worth and you know who you are, it's hard for you to deal with bullshit. It's hard for you to work that nine to five anymore. It's hard for you to deal with people telling you that you can't do something. You want to rage against the machine every day because you know you don't want who make the machine go. You, you make the machine go around. And that's what a lot of my stresses come from 
lately. That's what a lot of my stress has come from in these last two, three years is me knowing who I am and knowing what I'm capable of. But it's, 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 it's a blessing and a curse. It's a curse when you know what you're capable of, but you don't know what you're willing to do. You know what you're capable of, but you're not willing to do what you got to do in order to manifest those things that you're capable of. So, man, talking about the nine to five, right? Mm. So I was reading this book and it says, the worst advice anyone can give someone is, is saying is follow your passion. Mm, damn. He said only, only a few will, well, only a few can live off of that, not many. And the reason why they said that because everyone is not talented as LeBron James. Only basketball players there is in the world, I'm gonna follow my passion. Bro, you all ain't gonna make it to the league, but we all got some type of talent. And what I'm basically saying is like, anybody out there that's like struggling with nine to five, use that nine to five, learn from it, and take it to a talent that you do have or a skill that you do have, invest into it. Just really invest into yourself and make it bigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all got worth. I know my worth is just, right now I'm just a soldier. Mm -hmm. And as I become, a, when I become a leader, I will thank the path, path I went to as a soldier to get to the general or the captain. I feel like our generation so quick to leave a nine to five, they just want to start straight entrepreneurship and don't know where to go and don't know how this shit works and don't understand that you're going to work more hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, just use that money and put it in towards yourself and just work hard. And that's why I see, like, I feel like everybody should read The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm -hmm. But passion passion plus the blueprint equals execution yeah passion plus the blueprint equals execution if you got passion with no blueprint you just daydreaming my you brother daydreaming. you just daydreaming. Yeah, daydreaming and that's when you get into that muddy water if you got the blueprint execute execute that shit execute because that that's been my biggest challenge mm. i got the passion and i know my worth but what are you willing to do? How much shit are you willing to eat? How deep, how deep are you willing to go in the mud to get that gold that's buried there, to get those diamonds that's buried there? How deep are you really willing to go? Do you know how fucked up this shit really gets? You really want it that bad? What do you want? Do you want peace? Or do you want all the pieces of gold that you can collect? Do you want all the pieces of material that, or do you really want peace? And I, it ain't no peace. Mm. You ain't, you ain't, and that's why it's called rest in peace. Damn. There ain't no peace, dog. Mm. Steph Curry won the championship. You think niggas still ain't got no peace for real? The pressure about to come right back home. Okay, you did it. Can you do it again? Mm. Ain't no peace. That's why it's called rest in peace when you die. There is no peace. But I think we got to get that shit out here. It's peace moments. But like, peace, the pressure always on. If it's peaceful, nigga, you're too comfortable. And you're right. Um, life is not about peace. It's about harmony. It's about harmony, dog. It's about harmony. <laughs> it's about taking all the different instruments and the different sounds and the different uh -huh. elements of life that come in and making something sound beautiful. Making something beautiful out of it. Making a beautiful orchestra out of it. 
You got to take that trombone and you got to take that bass of that gritty shit that you experience. You got to take the strings. You got to take all the, and you got to make it harmonious. It doesn't mean that everything is going to be strings. Everything is going to light. You got some deep bass in there, bro. You got some baritone. You got, you, you, you got the, you, 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 you got the, uh, the, the string quartet coming in. You got the trumpet. You got all these different things that's going to play a part in there. And some of the stuff is deep. Some of it's light. That's light work for me. Some of it's going to be deep. But at the end of the day, it all comes together and makes something beautiful. It's not about peace. It's about harmony. The harmony of it. Because once you take the bad, it's going to be bad. But then you mix it together in a point and you make it beautiful. Like I told you before, I can tell them the most ugliest stories and I can make it sound beautiful. Because that's me, that's me taking the bad and making something good out of it. That's I'm writing a book right now. I'm writing a book right now. There's a lot of trauma in there. But I'm taking something that's been real hard and greedy for my whole life, and I'm turning it into an orchestra. Most By the time books, it... I like that. Mm -hmm. That's good as you said that. Well, if you really read some of these books, if you look at it from that perspective, they probably hate that they send all this shit. But mm -hmm. it makes it so beautiful that it, it looks, you know, they're just making it beautiful on paper. But, man, a lot of people, like, you know, some people in the book, I live out of car. If they mm -hmm. got to go back and think about that shit, man, damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm making it like, it's crazy how you can make the struggle look so beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, 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 the struggle is beautiful in the eyes of an over, uh, the eyes of an achiever. Somebody who knows that they're going to overcome their situations. The struggle is not to like the struggle that I'm in right now, the struggle that I've been experiencing, the struggle I've experienced through life. It's not ugly to me because I know I'm going to overcome. I'm not a victim. Nothing is happening to me. Everything is happening for me. You know what I'm saying? So I know that all this stuff is building me for something greater. It's all building me for something greater, bro. I'm not, I'm not a victim. You know what I'm saying? I went out of that victim mentality. I am an achiever. I will overcome this. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it is. You just got to embrace that. I want to read it. I wanted to read an excerpt from my book. Um, you know, it's, it, it's real deep, but uh, I wanted to read a little bit of it just, you know, because I feel like it's, it's very prevalent and it's very uh, relatable to uh, the subjects and the topics at hand. Um, and I just wanted to read a little bit of this. Oh, yeah. I also seen that fight, too. That was crazy. Mm. We'll fight. Blue, oh, the blue face. Yeah. Life makes more sense when it's quiet. The clearest version of our desires come from the blissful imagination of our youth. We don't take into account anything beyond our heart's desires. We internalize it. We feel it. We drift off. We allow ourselves to go to those places that we've never been to, but we feel like we desire to experience them. We don't feel bashful for believing we're capable of experiencing those things. We are eternal. We dream those dreams that take us to those places in the universe never charted. We are indigo children circumnavigating the cosmos, bringing back universal fruit so the earth may evolve and blossom with new treasures. And just like that, the indigo children heal the earth once again and restore balance to the universe, gathering God's answers to man's problems scattered throughout the heavens and the cosmos. The mind of a child is infinite and only he or she can find those answers. As we become older, our boarding pass to the infinite wisdom of the cosmos is all out of space for new marks. A new experience is introduced into our life, something called opposition. 
We have, we have ideas, people ask for the logic. We have ambition, people ask for the results. We have drive, people wanna know for what distance. We say what, they ask how. And you know, what it really boils down to and that excerpt is really about is, is about us not being able to connect with our spirit anymore as we get older and how we fall out of alignment. So I only say that to say, a lot of the issues and a lot of the problems that we have on earth are gonna be solved by the children, are gonna be solved by the youth. They're not gonna be solved by us. And we're still in that age, that age group, our age group, our job and our task is to guide the youth. A lot of us are told that the elders are supposed to guide us and they are, but you have to understand that this is a new time and this, this is a new generation. There are no old OGs. There are only young OGs in this generation. The young listen to the young. They don't listen to the old anymore. And it's crazy. So you have to understand that and understand that it is now our responsibility, the, the people in the 20s, you know what I'm saying? The, the, this is the millennials' responsibility in order to teach the younger generation that's coming behind us, bro. It's literally our responsibility to be their OGs, to be their elders, to be their young OGs. This is our responsibility because they're gonna change the world. We still have enough youth to touch them and enough wisdom in order to guide them. You know what I'm saying? Because they look at us and they see themselves, but we have enough wisdom and we predate the internet for us to be able to get to that. We bridge the gap. That's all I'm saying. We bridging the gap. We the man in the middle right now. And we supposed to be able to help them usher in a new existence, usher in a new reality. And only they have the answers. We don't have the answers. We can just tell, we can just teach them what the answer ain't. They're like, hey, bro, I want to try. No, 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 homie. Listen, listen. I know you about to get the answer to change the world, but my nigga, I tried that. That's not the answer. My generation, we tried this shit. That's not the answer. You want to do that lean? That's not the answer. You want to you, you want to have sex with all these guys? Bro, that's not the answer. You want to do that? We just hear, we don't have the answers, Sway. We don't have the answers. But what we do is we, we do know the wrong answers. So we just got to teach them wrong answers and help guide them. You know what I'm saying? That's all we got to do. But we are that bridging gap. We the man in the middle. We the man in the huddle. It's just like when you're playing football. The dude who, who the, who, who's the captain of the football team might not be the best on the team. He just know how to bridge the gap. He know how to bring everybody together. He might not be the one who's going to get that D1 scholarship, but he know how to bridge the gap. I'm not, I ain't got to be the most incredible one. I ain't got to be more incredible than the little homie. I'm just the man to bridge the gap. I'm the one with the words. You the one with the action. He the one with the money. He the one with the, 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 the swagger. Everybody got a different part to play. Play your part, player. That's all I'm saying. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, man. Um, this is another episode of Breaking the Machine. Uh, I don't know what we're going to call this episode, but we could call it Will's Room. I don't know what we're going to call this, man. Ain't no, uh, ain't no peace. Damn, nigga. <laughs> ain't no peace, man. Hey, uh, this is another episode of Breaking the Machine. I got the good brother Spank the Bank on this episode with me. I appreciate y'all tuning in. If you haven't already, text BTM to 1313-825-414. is a real shameless plug. This is another episode of Breaking the Machine. Uh, this is Gospel Wednesday. Gospel Wednesdays. This is the this, this is the Bible study Wednesdays, man. This is Breaking the Machine. I'm out to pull a Spank the Bank. That's a wrap. You dig? Yeah, bro, that shit was beautiful, man.